The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. Listen now. This is Brandon again, and I am now talking about the Ramblings Continued uh, track from the 92 Christmas single with Brett Busconi. How's it going, Brandon? <laughs> or Brett? Oh, crap. Okay, I got to edit this. You know? <laughs> That's going. Yeah, how, how are you doing? How's it going, yeah. Brandon? Oh, it's going good. Oh, okay, really? Uh, the... <laughs> la, la, la. Okay. And it's the 93 single, right? Well, at least the concert was in 93, so it, it had to at least... Um, no, because they they did the first one in in uh in ninety one. It might have come. It might have come out in ninety, like the beginning of ninety three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the off was actually in November five ninety three. The concert itself, where where F me in the brain was uh, was recorded, was actually ninety three. The what was that? Oh no! Yeah. Wait a minute. Are you okay? Hold on. Are we talking about the wrong one? <laughs> yes all right what's the other one let's see because <laughs> this because uh did you did you want to talk about that one that's what i thought we were talking about just because when i sent it back in by saying it's funny my name is actually a brain on the on the board so this is it. yeah i know that's why i thought like it was kind of weird that you'd want to talk about the second one is like oh because because th- that's uh, the third one that's and then this is this is the second one yeah well that's I, I just like i should have picked it up when you said merry pismas i'm like oh that's on the second one yeah yeah oh so you actually you have you okay well let me think that's right oh no oh no Welcome to Season 2, Episode 13 of the Better Van Podcast, an all-encompassing trip through the Pearl Jam catalog. I'm your host, Brandon Paloma. Each episode, my guest and I go track by track through every album, soundtrack, and single to discover why you simply can't find a better band. Hi, this is Brandon, and today we're talking about the fan club sing, which was the 93 Christmas single, and um, I guess jam people, how that goes. <laughs> oh, I'm doing fine. Oh, yeah, well, it's Brandon, early morning. How are you? I got my early morning voice on and we're going to rock you today with the smooth sounds of ed sheeran (laughs) and i don't know anybody else who's in music nowadays (laughs) (laughs) all right thanks for coming that's that's it i'm out of here i i i I sat through ed sheeran uh and literally sat uh at the global citizens festival um on the central park lawn to see to see pearl jam but i had Mm -hmm. to sit down in the middle of the lawn through ed sheeran and beyonce both but we got some pearl jam at the end so it was good yeah was was that the um the one where uh beyonce came on and sang redemption song with them yeah it was yeah which also made a holiday single right yeah yeah wow it all it all connects people How the <laughs> it's unplanned it's, it's 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 the will of the universe so yep yeah, we're talking about this uh single today the song and um this is a live improv sort of thing 
that uh, happened at their uh, concert, the infamous uh, Indio concert from November 5th, 1993. Stop! Fuck me in my brain! Fuck me in my brain! You fucking little c- You're driving me! What's your what's your connection to this? Yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I'm very connected to this song. I, most people would probably not be that connected to the song as as I am. I, um, so it was my second Pearl mm-hmm. Jam show. Uh, I was was going to college in Southern California and living out there, obviously, and and uh, had been the week before to see them at uh, I guess it was part of the same week, but up in Berkeley uh, on Halloween. So I guess uh, six days prior, and they they just they'd torn the roof off I me. Mean, it really was uh, an amazing show. It was small. Um, I think they had eight or nine thousand people there, and then so for us to to go again, you know, within a week to see them, as blown away as we were by the first show. Uh, out in Indio, uh, it was amazing. There was like twenty five thousand people there, and and the crowd was uh, unruly to say the least. I mean, it mm-hmm. was during the opening bands; they were already chucking shit at the stage and and really uh, just acting crazy. And so it was just such a a night and day difference in the the whole feel of the show, you know, leading up to it and then through the show, and then for them to come out and do something like this, you know, and then alternately uh, hide behind the speaker sets, uh, towers, mm-hmm. and, and you know, take cover from the shoes, and Ed was catching the shoes and, and all of that. It was it was crazy. But the, the real connection for me, uh, Brandon, is that it really opened my eyes to the, the fan club. And so what, what happened was after the show, you know, I went back to, to college and I'm doing everything else. And I, of course, told my friends all about this crazy song and, and how just kick-ass Ed was and, and how composed the band was to stand there and take that and to, and to kind of give some feedback in that manner. Um, and then one of my friends uh, one day just approached me and said, hey, I've, I've got that Fuck Me in the Brain song that you talked about. I've got it on a record. I'm like, what do you mean you have it on a record? So he, he took it and played it to me. I had no idea about the fan club. Um, I'm not a fan club type of guy. You know, <laughs> I, I ended up joining years later. Um, but uh, it, it was pretty awesome to be able to sit there and listen. It's probably my first Pearl Jam boot experience, which, of course, is you know, rabid fans we know is is a huge part of the experience. It just it really it made me aware of what the Tang Club was and kind of some of the things that they were doing. And you know, little did I know that if I could fast forward twenty whatever years to where we are now, that the Tang Club is actually a huge part of my life. That that um, I have lifelong friends that I've met through it, that I've traveled all over and attended all these shows, and and a big part of the experience for me and and consequently for my wife is to you know interact with these people, and and uh, I do so on a daily basis, you know, not only on the boards but through text messages or you know visits or or whatever. I mean, I, it's really. It's been an incredible thing, and and my name on the Pearl Jam board is F Me in the Brain. So it was when I joined the board, I I think I'd shared with you when we talked before that I originally had my last name as my username and and figured out pretty quickly that that was searchable, 
and uh, and that everything I was posting there would, would come up for anyone that typed in my last name. So I changed it, and the thing that I wanted to change it to was instantly obvious to me. It was F me in the brain because that was my first true awareness of the 10 club because that was really a connection early on with the band because that's an infamous show yeah. you know because of all those reasons and the one thing i didn't consider was that if i ever met these people in person which i thought at that point would have been crazy i would have to introduce myself as f me or f me in the brain <laughs> which is just fucking ridiculous but here i am <laughs> do you remember who the uh, opening band was let's see uh I want to say it was 311, but that's not the case. It was something 11, I think. Uh, but I don't remember much about it. Uh, I, I think I was getting drunk in the parking lot uh, before. And I... <laughs> Maybe we'll edit it in so we look smart. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't really remember who it was. I, they had two bands uh, open up, but, you know, was there to see Pearl Jam. Where were you? Uh, was it all general admission or? It, it was. It was all general admission. It's really a big... Uh, um, horse pasture. And it's funny, one of the people that I became very close uh, friends with through Ten Club actually worked there. She worked at the Empire Polo Grounds. I didn't know her at that point. Right? I got to know her later on. Um, but Tree, if you're if you're listening to this somewhere out there, hello. Um, so uh, she actually worked there. She shoveled shit from the horses. Mm -hmm. And uh, she talked uh, after the fact, of course, about uh, about you know, how crazy it was and everything else and, and to set it up. And, and the odd thing is, I mean, people may or may not know that this is the ground where Coachella uh, oh, wow. ended up being put on. I think that was started in 99 or something like that. And they, and they spaced it out. And now it's an annual uh, festival that's huge. And this was the first show, mm -hmm. as far as I know, that they put on out there. And it's really, it's way outside of Los Angeles. It's not convenient to anything. Uh, but I think Pearl Jam was kind of, saying fuck la at that point and so that's where we had to drive oh, cool um do you remember where you were sitting at all or uh yeah i mean we were probably we weren't or if you were sitting yeah we were definitely standing and it wasn't like it is now like where i'm kind of a pussy about trying to be close all the time and, <laughs> and whine about it or, or try to upgrade my tickets or do whatever you know and uh i, I probably was i don't know 50 75 people back I mean, i wasn't that close but you know, 25,000 people. And it was, it was pretty unruly at that point. It certainly, it was way before, you know, everything that happened, uh, with the, uh, with the moshing and, and the people getting hurt. And of course that tragedy. Yeah. Um, and so I want to say at one point, Ed actually encouraged, I think he called out the, the, the fans as being pussies and that they would get hurt in a real moss pit or something. So it was, uh, it was being encouraged and it was a little bit unruly up front. So I, I didn't have any desire to be part of that. So yeah, I mean, 50, 60, 70 people back, something like that. And, and lined up pretty much front and center and, and, uh, yeah, you know, a, a good view. It was cold. It was muddy. That's one of the things that maybe people don't know about the show was that it was friggin' freezing and it was muddy and, these assholes were still throwing their shoes. I mean, hmm. people were throwing their fucking pants at the end. You know, people actually threw their pants on the stage. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, his threat to to have, you know, he and Jeff uh, go to the front gate and, and beat the shit out of every shoeless person. It, it really, I don't think it was needed. I mean, those, <laughs> those people had to deal with being freezing. Yeah. Me and Jeff are going to go to the front gate 
And when you guys exit, we're gonna beat the shit out of every barefoot person here. Some dumb people. You know, I don't know what to. I'm sure there's, there's some people that were good fans that got caught up in it, but for the most part, they were hammerheads. Yeah. <clears throat> there's a, a couple of. I think there's like a whole concert video that has the whole show there uh, uh, of that, and I I found a bootleg for it too. That sounds pretty pretty good for yep. being. You know what, what was that? Ninety three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just, you just see dust everywhere from you know people throwing the shoes and there's dust coming off of it and shirts and like you said <laughs> pants and everything like that. And I think it's kind of uh kind of strange that you know they when they come back from the from the encore and they play behind their amps and everything like that that that's in some concerts they've done where you know they're in a big stadium or whatever and they have like seats behind them they have played behind all of their stuff sometimes too to the people behind them and that kind of i don't know it, it, it's it seems like that was maybe not a precursor but you can well kinda... they they weren't they, they weren't playing for the people in the back right so uh, they were they were protecting themselves but you're right it was and they weren't playing last kiss which certainly is is the song no, they yeah, tend yeah. to do um you know when matt brings out the the single drum or whatever and they and they play that but uh yeah, it was interesting. I, I actually had seen Lollapalooza earlier that summer mm -hmm. uh, and Rage Against the Machine, the drummer, I want to say it was the drummer's father, had just passed away. And so at a, a show of solidarity there, they played a couple songs facing backwards and behind their gear. And I remember thinking that was it was kind of cool that they were doing, but it was also fucked up because, you know, we couldn't really see what they were doing. Um, and yeah. then sure enough, there's, you know, fast forward a couple months and there's, there's Pearl Jam doing the same thing. But yeah, yeah, the... The video is amazing. The, and if you watch that, then you know I'm curious what what do you think sonically uh, about Pearl Jam in 1993 versus Pearl Jam? I guess when was the last time that you saw them play live? Uh, last time I saw them, I think was uh, 2016, I believe, okay. uh, in Lightning Bolt tour. Where'd you catch them? I mean, uh, it was in uh, Oakland. No, oh my gosh, 2013. Wow, no, that was a way long ago. 2013 Oakland. Oh, that that poster is fucking hideous. <laughs> it's one of those. I'm a poster guy too, so it's one of those ones that I, I I can usually identify the show by the poster. That one's crazy ugly, but that that was a good show, right? You know? Yeah. So what do you what do you think uh, sonically? So you you watched the concert, you mm -hmm. heard what they did. Uh, compare contrast. I mean, what do you what do you like? What do you think changed a lot? Um, for me, I I play guitar and I'm kind of a. Mm -hmm. uh, nerd as as it comes to like gear and tone and stuff like that and uh one thing i noticed is that both of the guitars like sounded exactly the same so I, they're, they're probably mm -hmm. both playing out of i think marshall amps or something like that and so there's not going to be a big huge difference you know all, all that you can do is like okay this guitar is coming out of the right ear this guitar is coming out of the left ear but it's it's sort of if you if you're not wearing headphones or something like that, it's something that's kind of like oh, is it one guitar playing here or is it two? Like, uh, so the, the the sound is is really similar. And as they've progressed and you know get some more money and you experiment with more different equipment, then it's kind of like oh, okay, you know I like this sound, and the other person's kind of like oh, okay, you know like I like this sound. You make the guitars kind of sound a little bit different or different enough to where it's kind of like oh, okay. From just the 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 sound of it, I can tell who's playing. You know, even if it's not a uh, a lead or something like that, where it's kind of like, okay, yeah, that's Mike doing his thing and stuff like that. So I, I think that they've, you know, and and plus two, as you play in a band, I, I used to play in a couple bands and stuff, and and 
as you play, you're kind of like, okay, you, you develop your sound and how you want what sounds when you're practicing together sounds different than when you're, you know, in a room with a bunch of people and, you know, you're farther away, you're closer. It's kind of like, okay, the sound differs than when you're just playing alone or playing with, you know, just in the garage or whatever. You're like, okay, hey, this sounds real cool. And then when you get out in a, in a performance situation, you're like, ah, oh, no, this doesn't sound good for everybody else. It sounds good for us up here, but not for them down there. But yeah, I think they've 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 found what works and what sounds good. Interesting. Um, also, like I think uh, Dave is the angriest. I think of of what's going on too, and watching it, like you see a shoe like fly up there, and then like he stands up, like he's gonna do something <laughs> about it. <laughs> you fight everyone. He's like, I'm gonna jump down yeah. there into the crowd. No. Yeah, I, I picked up on that too. I, and actually, I just grabbed a, a pair of Dave drumsticks that I have here uh, that he that he used. Oh, I don't cool. know if it was that tour, but he, he didn't do a lot of tours. So uh, who knows? He might have used them that night. Mm -hmm. The um, Yeah, I definitely picked up on that. I picked up on how pissed off his drumming style is in, in general. You know, he kind of attacks the kid. And, and mm -hmm. I know it's something that a lot of Pearl Jam fans yearn for. I, I love uh, Matt Cameron. Uh, but it is different. It's really a different thing. And and I thought, you know, the tempo, the tempo has changed a mm -hmm. lot, obviously, between how they play things now and how they play things. But the thing that stood out to me was like, I mean, listen to Blood, right? And Blood's an interesting song from that show. First, his Ed's fucking voice is ridiculous. I mean, I absolutely sick and on point. And, and he, I understand why the guy's 50 something years mm -hmm. old and he's not doing that, you know, now. Yeah. Um, but it ended up being the B side to Daughter when they released Daughter is they, they had the live version of Blood you know, from Indio uh, on that record. And, yeah. and it really is, to me, it's one of the best versions, uh, you know, that I've ever heard of that. And it, it's it's just, it's different. Again, it, like I said, the anger was, uh, it was palpable. It was, it was really clear uh, that there was some urgency with which they were expressing what they wanted to express. And I know he gets worked up now and, and they get worked up and they support things. And I went to Seattle shows this year for, you know, supporting the homelessness issue and, and raising millions and millions of dollars, uh, you know, for the Seattle area, which was awesome. But I think there, they were just in general pissed off at the world. So it was, it's kind of a different, I, at one point, and you probably heard this, I, he said yeah. something about killing your local rapist. <laughs> but you have to you know, torture him first. Not torture him first. And then, right, and you got to serve his, his head or you got to serve him to your enemies or something. I mean, it, some Hannibal Lecter shit that he was, uh, he was, he was doling out there. It was yeah. Kind of different. Well, I think everybody was kind of pissed about what was going on and I totally understand that. And I, I, I don't know, like I've probably just being, a you know, not really, a, a, a an aggressive or kind of bro -y sort of guy. I like don't understand. Like, it's like, if you're here to see a show or something like that, I mean, it's, it's one thing to get kind of pumped up and, be having a good time and just kind of like jumping around or something like that and you know maybe moshing or something but mm -hmm. like actively trying to antagonize the band that you're seeing you know even if you like them or don't like them it's kind of like i these are my shoes well, i don't know well maybe it's like oh my parents are just buying me new shoes so it's no big problem <laughs> that could be i don't i can i have no idea why like i said it was cold yeah and it was muddy. I mean, it was in the middle of a freaking horse pasture. And, and uh, the idea that people were throwing their shoes is crazy. I'd, at one point, he caught a shoe and, and he licks yeah. it. You know, and he's, yeah. he's uh, your dirt is my fucking food. You know, don't you understand that? I'm just like you. <laughs> you know, we're just like you. And and to me, that's 
like I said, it's it's it, there's a beauty in how he uh, how he kind of returns serve to the crowd, but at the same time, it's Ed, you know, and and even mm -hmm. Jeff, you can see Jeff is angry mm -hmm. when you watch a video, right? And I don't recall necessarily as as I saw it live, but you watch the video and and Jeff's kind of spitting some water out and throwing some water towards the crowd and kind of yeah. pacing back and forth, and you yeah. can tell he's mad. And and I think there's a personality difference with Ed and and Jeff versus the rest of the band. And he it's evidenced by me and Jeff are going to go to the front gate <laughs> and yeah. we're going to beat the shit out of everyone that's shoeless or whatever. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, you know, I don't see stone doing that, um, but I can get pumped up and do all that thing too. But the, the idea of antagonizing or, or throwing things at the band is it's crazy. I don't understand why you would do that at all. Yeah. I mean, if, if you don't like someone, then you just leave, you're like, <laughs> you're like Hey, I'll beat the right. traffic. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't. And like I said, they were doing it from the get go. So I, I guess, I mean, in a, a broader sense of things, you could understand why people did it to the opening mm -hmm. bands, because I guess they want Pearl Jam yeah. to come on. It still doesn't make sense to throw shit at them. But, you know, then the main act comes on and uh, maybe they were hammered. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I'd... I I know that, um, a couple, you know, you, you, you go see Pearl Jam and stuff like that. And, you know, they have different opening bands and stuff. And sometimes it's people you've never heard, or sometimes it's, 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 mm -hmm. you know, people, you know, Sonic Youth or something like that, where it's like completely different, but it's like, Oh, okay. You know, they're, you know, kind of, uh, uh, they have a stature in the rock and roll community and everything like that. They're, you know, this yep. classic band that, you know, people love and everything. And, uh, I think one of the first times we saw them, uh, one of the first times I saw Pearl Jam is they had Space Hog open for them. And it was kind of like, okay, you know, the, mm. the ones like, I'm the only one with you. And it's kind of like, oh, man, this, uh, they right. got like one song and it's kind of okay, but I cannot imagine seeing a whole opening set from them. It's like, oh, okay, and go and watch them play. And it's like, wow, they, this is good. This is like real surprising. It's like, uh, like finding out how much. We liked them, the, the performance, you know, didn't go out and buy their CD afterwards, but, you know, really <laughs> enjoyed uh, uh, what they did. And so I don't know if, if you know, that one song is kind of the uh, a poor representation of, uh, of what they normally do, but they were, you know, full energy and they had good songs and were rocking and, you know, it definitely kept us entertained and, and satisfied as we were waiting for Pearl Jam to play. Right. Right, you didn't want to throw your shoes at them. No, no. Like, oh, hey, cool. <laughs> you know, if you're seeing didn't... them in a in a in a you know a bar band or something like that, seeing them play, it's like, oh, hey, you know, we we'll buy you a, a beer or something like that. That was real right. good. Right. Yeah, I don't. That was yield yield tour, I think. Um, so yeah, that that I don't know if I saw them again. It's kind of blurred together, and a lot of the opening stuff at that point, I was uh, pounding beers or whatever. But it, uh, I. Uh, I, I have an easy answer for this. I was curious for you. What What's your favorite opening band that's played for Pearl Jam? What's your favorite experience, I guess, seeing live? Um, oh, man. Like, I... Uh, if I if I knew you were gonna ask this, and you just you just come at me, and you got these gotcha <laughs> questions, and <laughs> no, um, man, I don't know. Like, I I think like Sonic Youth comes to mind that seeing them, yeah, you know, perform is kind of like, oh, and and this was, you know, I think towards the end before they uh before they broke up too um that was 2006 tour yeah, yeah. i think so that was a self self-titled yeah. tour yeah i saw them in la yeah, yeah um oh i think i was at that show too i thought yeah if i really let me yeah, check nice. my uh 
my tickets. Uh, the forum. 2003. Yeah. No, I don't think I was at that one. Not that one. Yeah, it was 2006 at the forum in, in lovely Los Angeles. And memorable to me, not only seeing Sonic Youth, but the, the asshole behind me decided that he was going to smoke a joint for the first time and <laughs> proceeded to throw up all over my chair. Uh, oh. Yeah. So, I mean, I was standing anyway, but I just I had to smell puke the whole time. So that was, uh, again, that's probably the guy that would have thrown his shoe. <laughs> yeah yeah um so so sonic youth you think was the the favorite um from from what i remember yeah i th- i think so that's that's i would have to oh well uh also i saw bad religion uh open for them uh uh-huh. when they were doing their uh uh their anti uh Ticketmaster tour uh saw them in uh sacramento mm-hmm. i think played somewhere out there and had bad religion open for them and was into bad religion then too but yeah, I think I would have to go. I would have to go back and look at the opening bands on the concert chronology to see like who I was like. Oh yeah, they were real good. But I guess not good enough for me to remember them. But then again, I'm on the spot now and <laughs> trying to think on my feet. There you go. There you go. I I I think uh, I was blown away because I always kind of thought he was soft. Was uh, Ben Harper, and that was for a backspacer in Universal City, uh, L.A. Bay area. Um, and seeing him there, and and he was playing with the Relentless, uh, Relentless mm-hmm. Seven, I guess Ben Harper and Relentless Seven, um, and yeah. it was they were fucking amazing. Like they 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 killed it. Uh, I had was lucky enough to have very good seats at that one, and and just remember rocking my ass off, and and uh, and I got pretty deep into to Ben Harper after that, and and my wife loves him because he's he is pretty soft and a lot of stuff, but he can rock too. Yeah, he's he's uh, a real good guitar player. You just kind of like listen to his voice, and yeah. it's kind of like, oh, it's like, oh, okay, he's got kind of like a chill voice, but you know, they, they can they can yeah. really turn it up there. But it's not like a a thrashy sort yeah. of thing. It's kind of like a just a a driving, yeah, we know what we're doing, rocking sort of thing. Yeah, and and cool lyrics. I uh, yeah, I, I love lyrics. I know we're talking about fuck me in the brain, so. You know, the lyrics are, you know, I think he says, uh, I counted up 18 fucks in one song. So, you know, that uh, I think at one point he says, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me to different. Uh, So, you know, but hey, he was (laughs) talking about on the spot. He was uh, he was making it up. Yeah. Well, uh, how would you as he asked people, of course, as you know, because we've talked before, uh, how would you rate this on a uh, on a on a five star scale? Uh, whether in their whole catalog or just as, uh, I don't know, other sort of improvs that you may have seen them do or something. It's totally up to you. Yeah, I, you know, and again, I'm biased. As, as I said, I named myself on the, on the Pearl Jam board after the song. I'd, I'd give it a strong five out of five. I think that, you know, there's some profound things. I just talked about him saying, fuck me, you know, whatever, three, four times in a row. <laughs> but then he also talks about, you know, I don't believe nothing, even if it's true. I mean, talk about mm-hmm. something that plays in 2018 is, yeah. is, is the, the inability to do that. I think, you know, again, him standing at the end, Ed standing and, and, you know, we're just like you. I'm just like you, you know, uh, and and just some of the things that he shares, uh, it's quintessentially, it's quintessentially Pearl Jam. Uh, and yeah. so for that, uh, I, you know, I've got to give it the, the five stars. I just, uh, you know, it's, it's something that they've played really once. I know that a lot of people will say they played it twice, but they really didn't the second time they didn't play it through. Yeah. So they, you know, they played one time it made that show a classic. Uh, and it's something that, uh, 
you know, as I meet people and I go to all these shows around and, and talk to them and introduce myself as F me, like I said, and, and it, it, or someone asks me, what's your, you know, when did you first see Pearl Jam? Uh, and I'll tell them, well, I, I saw them on Halloween, but I saw them in 1993, but I really, you know, Indio, I saw uh, within a week after that was really more uh, of an impression on me. And, and everyone knows that show. I mean, it, there's people that I'm friends with that are, you know, 20 years younger or something, and they know that fucking show. And, yeah. and it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, the, the connection that people have with it. And, and like I said, it really is true Pearl Jam uh, to, to stand up there and to, to improv, to, Ed says fucking awful lot now. He didn't then necessarily. <laughs> so that's that's Ed. Um, and and to care, you know, to, to we're pretty good at these types of things. You know, we're going to take all those shoes and we're going to donate them to Cherry. You know, we're yeah. going to shoe the shoeless and shoes for my <laughs> friends. You know, that's just it's Pearl Jam. I'm just like you. We're just like you. So I guess it's my turn to throw this back. turning these kind of situations into good one. I just had this great idea. These are all going to be donated to charity. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right, more shoes. Shoe the shoeless. More shoes. Shoes from my friend. Yeah, that was, I think, one of the uh, the names for this podcast that I was kind of flirting with is shoe right. shoeless or uh, your dirt is my food. Yeah. And, and he licks a shoe. I mean, I had, yeah. like I said, <laughs> this is a fucking horse pasture. So, you know, it wasn't yeah. <laughs> dirt that was melted and, and uh, into that shoe. That was horse shit. So, <laughs> dirt is my food. Well, well, thanks for uh, for coming on and uh, geeking out about Pearl Jam with me. Uh, is there any Love it. any plugs you have or anything you need to uh, get out there for people at all? No, I think uh, uh, again, it, it's support Pearl Jam, support the the causes that Pearl Jam stands for. Have an opinion, stand for your own opinion, uh, not yeah. just obviously what the band espouses. But uh, you know, the one thing I, I point back to. Uh, frequently especially on the message board is, is don't be an asshole you know th oh, yeah. that's the one commandment from pearl jam to their fans is just don't be an asshole you know uh, don't throw shoes at your favorite band don't demand that they tour uh, to satisfy you take what you can oh, get yeah. be happy with what you get true words never been said thank you brett <laughs> you're welcome brenda the Better Brand Podcast is produced by listenupreno.com and Brandon Paloma and published using a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 license. Please visit creativecommons.org or email listenupreno at gmail.com for more details. All music played is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. You can subscribe to the Better Band Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or from betterbandpod.com using your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at ListenUpReno. I am also on Twitter at Brandon P at B-R-A-N-D-E-N-P. 
If you would like to be a guest on a future episode, send an email to betterbandpod at gmail.com or send any insights and stories you'd like to share, and I'll read them on the season finale episode. Again, I'd like to thank my guest, Brett, and as always, this is Brandon saying, I found a way to stretch our food budget. Fried chicken night will now be organ meat night. Ham night will be spam night. And pork chop night will be chub night. Thank you.